Happy Fantasy Draft Friday to everyone in the sports universe. It is, and also happy first round Friday to everyone in the sports universe. This is the AM Drive on April 28th, 2023. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. Aaron, how has your week been and how did you enjoy last night? Uh, the week's been good leading up to, uh, you know, last night where uh, it's it's always good when you can clinch early. So the Knights, Vegas Golden Knights are the first team to get into round two in the hockey playoffs. So, uh, you know, it's it's crazy. After losing game one, everything looked like, oh, God, they're going to be in a dogfight. And they kind of were in a couple games. But, uh, you know, to be the first team to get into round two and get some rest while the Kings and Oilers beat each other up, is uh that's good for the program <laughs> and also as a heat fan um i and a Kraken fan and a colts fan i've had a pretty awesome week <laughs> so you're excited like, about hey richardson god bless you oh whoa whoa we'll get to that <laughs> but um go to mike and aaron drive.com and click our shop sponsors socials youtube all that good stuff but really, our shop is just bussing, dude. We got the best buses out there. We got city buses, tour buses, anything. But um, Aaron's got awesome hoodies. I have an awesome hoodie, but I refuse to wear it right now. Um, mugs, because, you know, who doesn't love a piping hot? Tumblr. Tumblr. Down under. Okay. That's enough of that. But, yeah, Mike and Aaron Drive.com, the best place to find a place. That's that's a stolen slogan anyway. <laughs> Okay, first round of NFL draft is over. It came and it went. Wow. And so let's first get this out of the way. Bryce Young, number one. And then came hell breaking loose as CJ Stroud was picked up by the Texans. So they did take a quarterback. And I think a move that D'Amico Ryans wanted was what they did next, which is trade up for Will Anderson, who's supposed to be the best player in the draft this year. I disagree with that, but they got their defensive guy. And like I said, I'm pretty sure D'Amico Ryans, I think that's his pick right there. What do you think? Yeah, it almost is a, a situation here where you, you can get your quarterback so you feel good about, you know, at least having one. Even if, you know, whatever the pundits say, whatever we say, you know, you – we like CJ. We don't like CJ. We like Bryce better. We like Levis better. We like Richards better. You have one. You have one where you can go and now start your tenure, you know, being D'Amico Ryans. With Will Anderson, I think it's almost like you said, like, you know, D'Amico got his guy, the guy he can mold a version of himself. You know, D'Amico was a badass right? You know, in his playing days. And, um, you know, Will Anderson can be almost exactly that, that, you know, that I don't know if you remember D'Amico and like Brian Cushing together. <laughs> that, that was such a, a great tandem in Houston. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you don't think that Will Anderson Jr. is the best player of this draft, I am curious who you do believe is. I mean, Jalen Carter, I thought, was probably pretty close. And I thought Jalen Carter was better. I thought Bryce Young's better. I thought like Jackson Smith and Jig was better. I just feel like I, I hate to echo Skip Bellis because I've done this a few times in recent years and I, I don't even try to. But he doesn't pop off on my screen. Like, that's just – it's what Skip Bayless said. Like, I don't feel like as a guy who's supposed to be the – was a two supposed defensive player of the years technically in college football, I'm, I didn't see that. I saw a physical freak, and that was it. But he played for Alabama. 
and their defense sucked. So I don't know. That's just not – I'm sorry. I, I see physical freak more. I see production freak. Yeah, their defense was a little tough uh, this year. But I, I feel like linebackers would almost have to do too much to really get your attention. It's almost like a good offensive lineman. Like, what are you going to see? Oh, them not giving up sacks. What are you going to see? Them, you know, stuffing the run, forcing guys inside. Like, it's it's not a sexy position anymore. Like, maybe like it used to be back in the day with Ray Lewis and other guys like that. But right. Um. Yeah, I would. I would give you Jalen Carter. I don't know if I. I don't know if I'd ever take a wide receiver as the best player in in, in, in any given draft necessarily. You would go quarterback for sure, and and Bryce Young to me just right now feels like even though how well he played at, at Alabama feels like he's still somewhat of a project in my opinion, and and that's not a problem. That doesn't mean he's not better than some of these other guys. He's not a he's not a project as much as your boy. Uh, AR fifteen, but uh, I I would I would probably I would probably the only person I'd bend to is probably Jalen Carter and and why he slipped past a couple of these guys is beyond me now. Um, <laughs> I'll go right into a couple of head scratching picks in my opinion, and uh, the first one to me that that came down was Seattle. I don't know if they would have taken Richardson had he been there at five, but he wasn't there. Uh, to me, I don't think Devin Witherspoon was the best cornerback prospect, nor do I think he was the best pick, even if you just went best available at that spot. So Seattle taking Witherspoon um, was a little bit of a head scratcher to me. Of course, Vegas, the Raiders going to Raider. I mean, there's Jalen Carter right there. I know he's more of an interior guy, but taking Wilson over Carter – to me, it was a head scratcher right and there. So Falcons taking Bijan was stupid. Falcons taking Bijan, I didn't hate. I just don't think that that was a position of need. So I've got a situation. I've got a. I've got a situation. I've got to think that the situation called for uh, best available at that spot. I disagree. Um, Tyler Algier, and you have Cordell Patterson. I don't see why you draft Bijan. I mean, you got to think the last two drafts of the Falcons, they they've taken who. The best freak tight end and the best freak running back. I just, I I love Arthur Smith. So maybe this is maybe he wanted B. John Robinson here, but I feel like for a team that had a good defense last year, I would rather have Jalen Carter if he's sitting right there in my lap instead of B. John when I already have two running backs technically. I mean, like I said, I understand. You know, with Jalen Carter sitting there as the only person, I would probably take over Bijan. I mean, you have to look. Jameer Gibbs went number 12. To the that line. was dumb. The Lions fans were pissed. <laughs> I mean, like I said, after after those four or five guys, really, this almost feels like a lottery. This year's this year's uh this year's mm-hmm. draft. To me, it feels almost like a lottery. I know we had that run of wide receivers, you know, down toward the late teens, well, or the 20s, well, whatever it was. Um which ultimately I think I said last week that I would like to see in, you know, one of those wide receivers, most notably in Jigba, paired up with DK and Tyler. You did, I was about to say Jason, DK, and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be good for Geno. Um, but as far as what Detroit and Atlanta did, I don't hate it as much as a lot of other people seem. I mean, you look at Detroit, and DeAndre Swift just can't stay healthy. I mean, Jameer Gibbs – provides you know you know jamal jamal williams type 
you know, uh, you know, second string kind of thing. If he has to jump in and be the feature back, I think he's a guy that can do it. And if he is the feature back from day one, I mean, they've got a pretty formidable tandem in Swift and and Gibbs. If that Swift can, wants out, I think, or they're going to trade him or something like that. If they trade him, that's fine too. I mean, but I'm saying if he does end up staying, uh, you know, they can give him a little load management. <laughs> Wink. Oh. Um, you know, and then they picked up Jack Campbell, a linebacker from Iowa. We know Iowa's defenses are always always strong. So uh, I wonder if that was um just him being good or him being from Iowa. You know what? Sometimes that's just that ha- that's how it works. You know what I mean? It's like the Illinois. That's what I'm saying with Alabama's um Will Anderson, Illinois's um Devon Witherspoon. Are these guys just good because they're at that program? I don't know. Well, Illinois is definitely not one of those programs that's notorious for. Producing well, good recent years on defense, though, I feel like they were good. <laughs> that was huh? it. They've been good one year on defense. They were atrocious two years ago. But uh, I don't have a problem with the Bijan pick. I understand Jalen Carter's there. The only the only problem I have is that the rich just got richer in this draft by the Eagles picking Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. In but this Eagles draft. got so you know, rich got richer. Oh God, I didn't realize. See, it didn't occur to me just now until now the Eagles got both the def- both the defensive defensive freaks. Yeah, from from Georgia too. Their last, well, I think, the Georgia thing doesn't bother me. But that's just this is insane. Well, from their last four first round picks, I think have all been Georgia defenders. Yeah, and people in Georgia won't shut up on my Facebook feed. But my point is uh, that those guys are freaks, though. Yeah, and, no, and Eagles. They would have loved to have had that had that against um, Patrick Mahomes last year, I'm sure. How about that run of, of wide receivers? Back to back to back to back. Jigba, Johnston, Zay Flowers, another receiver. Quentin Johnston is awesome because another we're keen. For Lamar. Huh? Another receiver for Lamar. So here you go. Not a fan of Zay Flowers. I mean, I just don't see. I feel like they're just trying to. Uh, you know, he did get signed, by the way. We're not going to talk about that. So he did sign his deal. Yeah, I saw that two hundred and sixty something million. So one hundred eighty five guaranteed is what he wants. But yeah, it's it's funny because that's exactly kind of where where Jalen, you know, Jalen and Kyler were. So what all this all this pomp and circumstance for two months for nothing. Speaking of Kyler, um, they got Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State because nothing is better in Arizona than bending over for Kyler Murray. Well, you paid him all that money. He's literally the string that stirs the straw that stirs your drink. You have to protect him. I mean, it, it makes sense. But if a mo a guy who's that mobile, though, I don't know if I draft a tackle that high if he is mobile. I feel like well, Titans need a tackle more than obviously than the Cardinals did. You know, so that was the thing. I, I, I we were talking about this when the pick actually happened because I I caught about the first eight picks and uh when they were going I thought you just check Twitter. <laughs> And then, of course, yeah, you just check Twitter. I mean, but uh, everybody said this Paris Johnson guy graded out so well that I was shocked at the that the uh, the, the the Cardinals moved up to move back up to get him. I was really shocked that so they weird. did. Apparently, he was he was the guy. So, if you're looking for an offensive tackle, he was the guy. But I mean, a lot of people were saying Darnell Wright and Skaronsky were also just interchangeable at that point, and. The Bears and the and the Titans both got good ones too, in my opinion. They really didn't have to move. Are you tell me something? I, I, I want to give me. I need to talk about Anthony Richardson for crying out loud. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Say say your prayers on that first. I, I don't have a problem with the pick. I mean, I I, I knew he was going to go top five. I thought he was going to go to Seattle. I just 
I just I don't think this guy's going to pan out. And if he does, it's going to take a few years. And I just wonder if the Colts, with everything built around him, if he doesn't work out immediately, he might get kicked to the curb real quick. That's no, not even close. So Gardner Minshew, of course, is a Colt right now. Okay. And he's obviously going to be the spot starter. I've seen people say, oh, well, you know, but people on my Twitter feed were telling me, oh, well, are there, is there going to be pressure to start him? No. Wasn't this guy a project? Isn't that the whole narrative around him? Why does he have a starter right away? That's stupid. Because he's not going to a place where there's a bona fide. I mean, Gardner Minshew is a career backup. Oh, he's had some good starts in his career, though. Oh joy! So when he has bad starts, they're going to be calling for the for the for the Richardson. And I'm, I mean, but teams have to not bend the knee to that, in my I'm opinion. Not, like, and they don't. I'm not saying they do, but you know, these coaches don't get a lot of time anymore. It's not like coaches are going to get five years. It's not like these guys have that kind of time. I mean, you have Jonathan Taylor in his prime. You have a, a halfway decent defense. You're in a terrible division. I mean, it's getting better because Trevor Lawrence has now elevated the Jaguars. But Doug Peterson. But yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, as much as I love Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson's have elevated that team more. So game. You, you can't just you, you can't win games sitting on the sidelines though. Your oh. uh you just always want to deflect blame to the you're, you want to deflect bl- or uh, credit where credits. I mean, credits definitely due to Doug Peterson, but I mean, I think that you know the what Trevor Lawrence did to take a step was huge. Anyways, I want to get down that path. Um, you know, the rest of the middle of the teens, a lot of the draft is just guys. You're like, all right, cool. But you know, I'm excited. I mean, a couple picks. I'm really excited. Of course, those wide receivers. I'm, I'm excited for Njigba to, to pair with Lockett and DK. And I'm excited for Jordan Addison to pair with, um, Jordan uh, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. I couldn't think of his name for a second. I'm super excited about those two picks for sure. My bucks. Um, this guy's mm-hmm. supposed to be Aaron Donald, you know, Jr. Uh, we'll see. I don't oh, they know. always say that. Kali- How do you say that? Kalia? Kalijah? I think Kali- it would be Kalijah. Kalijah, yeah. And then um, I really thought, uh, you know, if he was there that that uh, KC would have taken a running back, but they uh, they obviously didn't have that opportunity. I thought they would take maybe Jameer Gibbs, but uh, – and so last year they drafted that um kid from per- Purdue. Yeah, Kurloftis or whatever. So they yeah, got George Kurloftis, and now they got this guy. Hey. Yeah, they're they're that's the end of Frank Clark, I would imagine, in Kansas City. So. But it wasn't the same Anthony Richardson though, because you kind of just bounced me off on that one. Shane Steichen, by the way. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I the saying. I thought you were like making Anthony Richardson his trash take, and you didn't. So. I don't have a trash take on him. I just. I, I'm just curious. If he went to a spot where there was not a question mark at quarterback, I think it would have been a better – but there's just not a lot of those in the first 10 picks. Don't 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 gas up Gardner Minshew like he's a pro bowler. He, but he's, you, he's like Geno Smith to me. He's the same thing. Geno Smith's a pro bowler. Oh, wow. You mean last year when everyone else and their sister was a pro bowler? Yes, I know. When's the last time Gardner Minshew had a season like Geno Smith? He had a good year in Jacksonville and actually played well for the Eagles sometimes. Come on, man. Be honest with you, if I'm a new if I'm a new uh head coach like Shane Steichen, oh. I'm putting AR fifteen in there day one and just we're gonna they work might. we're gonna work out the kinks in game situations. They might but the thing I like about Shane Steichen is that 
Will Levis, regardless of my feelings on him, is just not the same. Not the same project. Like that project, you don't have the athletic freak freakism that um that Anthony Richardson has. Regardless of what I think about Will Levis as a passer, as as far as Anthony Richardson is concerned, Shane Steichen had Justin Herbert, who's a freak athlete, and Jalen Hurts playing well. But I'm okay with taking a, a, a swing right here. Because, like I said, if Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are gone, take the next best guy. Like, don't take the guy with, with who might be good, might not be. Take the guy with, with a grand slam ceiling. I'm okay with this pick. Well, so here's the question: When we did also our, the Colts are racist. If you were so excited about Anthony Richardson when we did our mock draft, why didn't you just pick him? Because I, th- I thought we could wait for him, but apparently they they didn't want the Seahawks to have him. So, <laughs> I think I think the Raiders would have been. Getting them too. I think the Raiders might have tried to get them. That's why I think Colts got them early. See, I think yeah, I think if the Raiders got them, that makes I mean that makes sense because Jimmy G, provided he stays healthy, is the is the number one for at least a year. I mean, it's just there's no doubt about that. He's a he's a proven quarterback who can start. Like it's nothing against Gardner Minshew. He's just not a a guy you're like we're gonna put this guy in place for a year. We can still maybe win while. Comes along. I don't. I don't see it. So. I would say four games, but I don't know if I'll go a year. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I mean by when we say win. Yes, of course, every team's going to win two, three, four games. Let's take a, um, a break about safety real quick. We'll be right back. If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. All right, welcome back to this Fantasy Draft Friday. I hope you got that word about safety and you take it to heart. But also, now that we have playoffs in full effect for the NBA and the NHL, we have the NFL Draft. Now your new favorite players are now assigned to your favorite teams. And, of course, all the sports that you can get in your life, you can get it all at Fanatics. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Fanatics logo today so you can get all the best merchandise, memorabilia, and apparel. And it helps out this channel tremendously, and we thank you for that. And it helps us bring you all this awesome sports talk that we do every Monday and Friday here on our YouTube page. God bless. Um, NBA playoffs talk. So if you're in case you're wondering, I'm a Miami Heat fan. And yes, the Miami Heat did um close out the box in five. The fact that I had the Heat in six makes me sick to my stomach because I sold us shorts. I just cannot believe how awesome that went. Um, Giannis went 10 of 23 at the free throw line in game number five, and it was just gross. Um, I think, yeah, because we had Bam fell out, Kevin Love fell out, and Kyle Lowry fell out. Wow. Um, but no, Jimmy Butler went berserk again and when it counted. And shout out to the Heat, who now can take care of the Knicks. Although I am actually more scared of the Knicks than I am the Bucks. Is that weird? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, yeah, it, it, it's not unheard of. I mean, it, the Bucks just kind of came in and seemed to be – you know, that they were going to run through the East and and the Heat were playing with house money at that point. And I'll say this. I think uh, this isn't to take anything away from the Heat, but <clears throat> this is where we're at with this play-in game. It made it made the number one seed have to play, in my opinion, the toughest eight seed in the NBA playoff history. Oh, okay, let's go. Yeah, hype us up. Keep going, keep going. I mean, they shouldn't have. I mean, Boston should have played yeah. Miami. Or Miami should have played Boston. And... and you know, my uh, Milwaukee should have played, I believe, Atlanta at that point. 
so it is what it is. You got to play the team in front of you. Uh, if we're going to do play-ins or any kind of adjustments or shakeups to the uh, playoffs, I think it should be a pick your team kind of playoff at this point. I think we talked about this a long time ago with like, it wasn't the ECHL, but it was some low, lower tier hockey uh, league that basically the number one team got to pick their opponents. And then it went down from, from there till, you know, obviously every, every team was matched up, but uh, I'm never one to say like, Oh, this is fair and unfair, but uh, to have to play what I, in my opinion, the best eight seed in the NBA playoffs I've ever seen. Yes, sir. Uh, it did seem like they got the short end of the stick based on this play game. I mean, Miami won a division this year. It's not like they're slouches. I was we're not slouches. That's right. Vegas ball washed the Bucks as bad as they did. Um, you know, I mean, even in game five, we were talking about this, me, Sammy Action, another buddy. In game five, the Miami Heat were a seven to one dog. They were 14 point <laughs> underdogs and they were seven to one on the money line. Game five, they're up three to one. It's just, I was like, I texted him. I said, have you guys ever seen something like this? A team up three to one is a f- almost 15 point. I think they were 14 and a half, 15 point dog and seven to one on the money line in a game. And it was just, it was insane to see something like that. I'm actually very angry right now that you mentioned that. Cause not only did I miss the series when I picked the heat to win it, I could have bet that I also missed the game. I'm actually mad that I, I have not been more attentive to that because I, I could have been a very rich person right now. I would have taken both those. And that's insane to me. You wouldn't be a very rich person. You'd bet like 20 bucks on it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I, listen, I'm a simple man. But the song from Shinedown. Also, the Hawks did get eliminated after making Boston scared for their pants because that, Celtics, yeah. Celtics were down again. But thankfully, a 12 nothing run by Tatum and company helped that. Um, the reason I'm scared of the Knicks, by the way, is because Tom Thibodeau coaches a very smart and hard playing team as always. And I know that he's had, he's given Miami troubles in the past with the Bulls, obviously years ago. And that was with LeBron, by the way. Um, also the Nuggets did take care of business as Anthony Edwards decided to throw a chair or two. And, um, this lady did get hit, but the injuries were not serious. He's going to have to pay a thousand dollar fine. Everything's fine there. Um, the Suns did close up the Clippers, and that was – they played with their lunch meat on that one too. And I believe – oh, yeah, Lakers have had a very bad last two games despite winning one of them, but LeBron is vowed to be better in game number six. Again, I don't know if we're going to get the 40-piece from him, but I feel like LeBron has – he's been he has not been playing aggressive offensively. You wonder if the foot's bothering him or if he's just been kind of tanking it. I think – Tonight, the Lakers are going to play a lot better. What's that series? 2 2? 3 2? It's, yeah, always. It is 3 2 because the, the Grizzlies are still talking, saying there's going to be a game seven. And LeBron's like, okay, I'll be better in game six. <laughs> you don't want a game seven in Memphis. That's just stupid. Well, of course. I mean, that would make no sense for LeBron to want that, but it's not, it's not necessarily the way it goes. Right. But, but game six, I, I think Lakers are going to close them out tonight. Totally plausible. Yeah, they. I mean, uh, Denver looked uh, like they took care of, of business. They now they Phoenix, their number one seed's a dog for the series in this one. Denver is a 
I think they're a plus 125 dog in this one. So, And now the Warriors are minus seven and a half tonight. I, I mm, oh, well. I think, I think Sacramento gave it everything they got. It seemed like, I actually watched the end of that game. It seemed like they kind of gave up. Well, game four is just, it was such a bad blunder at the end. It, I don't think they're going to, I don't know if they're going to recover from it. I would like to see them force a game seven. That's about it right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at, you look and see, uh, you know, Golden State finally get one on the road there. But, you know, I told you, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's not, a, it's not an I told you, but it was, you know, in that series with, you know, as long as Golden State can steal one on the road in these series, I, I think they're just unstoppable at home. So, yeah. I mean, not going for them the rest of these playoffs. You don't want to let these guys get on a roll here. And you definitely don't want to let them punk you at home. Or, yeah, when 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 Golden State's on the road, you don't want them to punk you. So, because uh, you're going to be hard-pressed to get one in that chase center. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, these guys know what they're doing. They're navigating the playoffs. Uh, you know, they're walking the tightrope, but you can never count out the Golden State Warriors. Warriors and Lakers is going to be a great series, by the way. I agree. And I think that's... I think that's what everybody wanted. I mean, I, you know, you can you can lie to yourself and tell everybody you wanted Sacramento and Memphis, but let's 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 be honest. Who's kidding? You're not, you're not kidding. LeBron has the chance to take out <laughs> the trash talking Grizzlies, the Steph Curry Warriors, and the KD Suns if this all plays out according to plan. So, ah, uh, no, I think Denver's advancing in that one. Give me, give me. Denver. I would love that. I would personally love that. Denver and Golden State. Oh, oh, whoa, watch your mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. I we we have to tee it up on a silver platter for LeBron. So go Kraken. Kraken are looking good, man. They're up three two. Yes. Yeah, Kraken are looking good. Bruins are looking a little shaky right now. I mean, <laughs> what happened to the the New York Rangers? I'll tell you what happened. Devils, <laughs> holy. This guy, uh, well, I forget his, I forget his name. He's got a Asisa, however you say his name, I can't think of that. It's it's crazy. Asisa's Pizza. Yeah, Asisa's Pizza. It's uh, you know, funny. Like I said, like the the Knights are the first team to clinch. It's always good to get a little bit of rest in these playoffs, especially if you're going to have to go up against Edmonton in that in that power play. Um, you know, but but don't count out the Kings right now. I know they're going back home for Game Six. Try to force a Game Seven. Uh, but yeah, you're cracking, man. We gotta we gotta give a tip of the cap right now. I mean, they are one win away from taking the down the defending champions. Uh, I will say this: this isn't a knock on the Kraken, but I will say Colorado is a shell of what they were last year. I mean, they have shown that the guys that have snuck away, how much that matters off of that first line. That first line is obviously perfection, but uh, the depth that got cut out, you got taken out of the knees. Um, you know, yes. they they're definitely feeling it. Now, can they win this series? Sure, absolutely they can. But uh mm -hmm. I'd like to see the Kraken uh advance, obviously, in my opinion. A great spot would be Western Conference Finals, Kraken versus Knights would be a great uh would be a great I'm gonna uh, have West to fly out immediately. <laughs> I call. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean it's been it's been great. I mean, Dallas and Minnesota are looking like uh we're probably going to get that series wrapped up here. Uh, Dallas has just been uh, last two games has just been kind of dominant in my opinion. I know the one game was three to two, but uh, in my opinion, Dallas has been dominant. Uh, let's see if Minnesota can force a game seven. This is kind of their 
their bread and butter at this point is uh, getting team. They go out in the first round, but they go out guns blazing. Um, and then, of course, you move over to the East. Like I said, you know, the, the, the Rangers have three goals in their last three games, and they're down 3-2 uh -huh. now. So uh, that's a problem for New York. Of course, after acquiring old Patty Kane, they're going to be uh, they're going to be losing their minds if they if they end up losing this series. Uh, Carolina is 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 uh, in a dogfight right now. I mean, it's it's three to two at the moment, and uh, you know they just don't seem to want to put the Islanders away. And that's and that's kind of the Islanders' mo. And I, I don't hate it. And they're going to go back home and try to force a game seven. So. Uh, it's been one of the most entertaining series. I know, me, you know, Cody and I laughed about it, but it's actually been one of the more entertaining series uh, that we've had so far. Tampa saving, you know, staving off elimination, going to go back home, try to force a game seven. Would love to see. It. I know that's my team, but would love to see it. Obviously, for the just the simple fact of Toronto still not getting out of the first round. You know, this, this has to be a game seven. I would love it. It has to be just for sheer theatrics. Yep. I was in high school the last time the, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs were in the second round or better of the playoffs. Stay young, uh, kids. Yeah, exactly. And and Boston, I mean, like, <clears throat> they're going back to Miami or Fort Lauderdale. Uh, they better end it because I don't think Boston wants the pressure of a game seven after this historic season. Um, you know, guys like Michael Carvelis calling it a failure if they lose. It will be. <laughs> it will be. The Panthers. If they lose in the first round of the Panthers, it will absolutely be. But and, and of course, Miami, the Heat are 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 not helping this point. But this is this is what I love about the NHL playoffs. Like, you know, these eight seeds give you a run for your money. I mean, all the time. It's it's not like every once in a while these guys you know show up. It's you know, Florida isn't going away without a fight. It, this is it's 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 great. Why it's a great watch right now, and I. I would like to see just for simple pressure purposes a game seven in Boston for the Bruins, but um, I think they'll close it out uh, tonight in Fort Lauderdale. But uh, we're getting we're getting a great NHL playoffs. There's nothing like the first round. <clears throat> nothing like the first round. NBA playoffs has, has picked up too, so thankfully, oh, uh, but it's still not great. It seems like even it just to me. You look at you look at series by series. I mean, yeah, you take out Golden State. And and the Kings, it almost feels like every other series is just blowouts. It's just blowouts. I mean, they're just sheer blowouts. Well, he in the he in the Bucks was fun last two games. Yeah, I mean, but that, that was a blowout to the fourth quarter, though. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they were getting blown out, and the Bucks just blew it. Yep. Have you seen? I, I should. I just text you a picture of, of the, all the deer memes that I have in my phone now. Oh boy, <laughs> it's really funny, but yeah. Um, say one more breaky. We're gonna have a Kit Kat, and then, <laughs> and then after that, we're gonna talk about fantasy drafts. What is it? And also a new sponsor. I'm hungry. Folks, you know what they're missing out on. All right, welcome back. We are presented by Fanatics. It's very simple. If you want the best swag, 
in sports, you got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Fanatics logo. That way you can shop until your heart's content. Make sure you visit all of our sponsors. We got a bunch of sponsors over there, not just Fanatics. We've got Vice Golf, we've got Popple, and of course we got the new sponsor that we'll be announcing as well. But make sure you support support all the sponsors, our shop, of course our social medias, and then our YouTube page is subscribe. So shop, sponsor, social, subscribe, do all those things, and we thank you. Sounds good enough to me. Tell us about this now. Fantasy drafts. It's my favorite time of the week. Fantasy draft in honor. Of your Miami Our. Heat. No, not mine. No. In honor of your Miami Heat defeating the Bucks four to one, cementing their place amongst all-time great upsets in NBA history and possibly sports history, and potentially your Kraken as well. It'd be a seven beating a two. Potentially your Kraken as well, also cementing their place in hockey history, mm. beating the defending champions. Today's Fantasy Draft Friday is biggest upsets in sports. I think I had the first pick last week, so it sounds like Michael Carvelis is going to go first. Yay. Um, let's go ahead and do it then. Let's get the Super Bowl 42 out the way. Let's do Giants upsetting those pesky, cheating, pandering bastard Patriots. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd take that one. Well, I didn't disappoint you then. I'm good now. That's, that's, that's my if draft. You, if you didn't, I was. So that's fair enough. So, uh, for me, I'm going to take the greatest upset that is just inarguable of all time. Both us, you and I, were not born. I However, know. still hear about it to this day, and that's the miracle on ice. The USA Olympic team defeating Russia, band of uh, a band of misfits, so to speak, defeating the powerhouse. USSR, the Miracle on Ice is still and may always be the greatest upset of all time in sports history. So I'm going to take the Miracle on Ice. Oh, my next pick. So I will take in honor of that. Um, let's do. Hmm, let's do 1990. Buster Douglas takes out Mike Tyson. Man, you were taking all my picks. <laughs> wow. There was that one or another one. Now I had to go that one first. Uh, for me, this one's going to hit closer to home, but I oh. still think it's uh, obviously one of the biggest upsets of all time because it has uh, never happened ever before and ever since. Oh. And that is a baseball team coming down from three games to zero to win a series. And that, of course, is the 2004 Boston Red Sox. That's right. Who were Three nothing to the evil empire. Come back, beat them in seven games, and of course sweep the 2004 World Series. Your champions, the 04 Red Sox. Those idiots. Love it. Um, was not on my list, by the way. Should have been. Um, let's do Joe Namath leading the Jets over the Baltimore Colts. The guarantee game. Yep, that was an upset. You know, it's funny. I, I, I considered that one, but it, it ultimately did not make my list either. I'm mad now. <laughs> All right. My third pick is also going to be a homer pick as well. It mm -hmm. involves those Patriots, but it's uh, on the winning time, on the winning side. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Defeating the greatest show on turf. I let you have that one. Oh, gee, thanks. Right. <laughs> defeating the greatest show on turf. 2001 Super Bowl, Adam Benetieri, that foot will forever be enshrined 
in Patriots lore. And Tom Brady lore, too. Um, sorry. Oh, well, you know what? If Anthony Richardson starts going to Super Bowls and winning them by a kicker, uh, you cannot use that excuse then. Well, it will make up for Mike Vanderjack's BS. Um, that idiot kicker. <laughs> yeah, that jerk. Okay. <laughs> Let's do the... Uh, I want to save this one, but I have to do... I have a, a, a tried and true pick. I'm going to pick fifth. So I'm going to do this one first. Rothier Nadal in the 2009 French Open losing to who? Exactly. Robin Soderling. <laughs> Was it in the and, final? Semi-final, but those for those who don't know, Rafa Nadal had won the previous four French Opens, and Rafa Nadal on clay is the greatest show on clay. Like it's it just it, you can't stop him, but this guy did. Who exactly? Go ahead. Wasn't there like uh, a guy who beat Federer too? Uh, yeah, Open, I think it was the U.S. Open. He'd won like the last six of them. I thought. <laughs> yeah, but Rafa uh, clay is better than Roger on whatever that is. Yeah. So this one for me, not necessarily my next pick, but I'm going to take them just in case you were. Oh. And that is the Fairly Dickinson. <laughs> I don't even know their mascot's name. Oh, Fairly... you sh I'm surprised you don't know that. What is it? Knights? I'm checking it out now. I think it's the Knights, actually. Okay. Fairleigh Dickinson University, I believe Knights, who were an average of six feet in height, the entire team, <laughs> defeating the number one seed Purdue Boilermakers, who were an average of six foot eight. Now, most people can say UMBC defeating Virginia. Now, because that has now happened again, I don't mm -hmm. consider it necessary. Yes, it was the first 16 seed, but... The fact that this small town, small town, small team beat Purdue and their seven foot four center. I'm going with Fairleigh Dickinson over the UMBC upset. Who? Fairly who? <laughs> it's it's Nitro, by the way. He's a knight. You're right. It's the other knights, yeah. Nitro is awesome though. That's a cool name. That's the name of the uh UCF mascot, too. That's disgusting then. Terrible name. <laughs> I don't know why they would do that. That's stupid. Anyways, Some teams overlap there. How many Tigers are there in college sports? There's Clemson, Bulldogs, and football. Come on, Clemson, Auburn, and LSU, all Tigers. At oh Lord, and Auburn and LSU are both in the oh, yeah. anyways. Um, let's do the I was gonna do Warriors here over the Mavs, you know, before Steph Curry was alive. Yeah. I'm kidding, Baron before, Davis years. huh? The Baron Davis years. That's right, Barry and the freaking Davis. Well, let's not do that because it's happened a few times. Let's do this one. I wish I still knew how to say this. I don't, but I've used it before. Leicester City? Leicester. Leicester, okay. That I've used that before. It's like I believe it was my number one or number two in our top five list of upsets. So I'm going to use it as my fifth pick here. There were 5,001 preseason faves or lack thereof. And they won the championship in the Premier League. And I believe 2015, 2016. Let me make sure. Yeah. The, it, it was insane. It wasn't supposed to happen. So. And they almost were, were going to be kicked out of the league in 2014, 2015. But the next year, they came. That's the 5001. They won it. So it, it'd be like watching the. um, be like if the Magic won it this year, I believe, in the NBA, probably. 
Maybe not that bad. Uh, the Magic weren't the worst team. Shout out Magic. But five thousand to one. But I'm trying to think of like who would be the preseason five thousand to one. Like that's pretty bad. Detroit was pretty bad. Houston, okay, well, Houston would be the five thousand to one this year. Okay, well that'd be like if Houston had, had um screwed around and found out and how to win a championship. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I've got three here left. Tell me my, them. That all of them are great upsets. All of them are tough. Uh, I'm going to go with the honorable mentions, the two that didn't make it, and the one I'm going to draft. Uh, honorable mention, Villanova, 1985, the only, the highest seed to ever win the NCAA tournament over Georgetown, Patrick Patrick Ewing. Oh, uh, well, he stays losing, don't he? <laughs> he? He was very well known for, for not getting it done in the big moments. And now he's fired, so there you go. Uh, um, this one is uh, so tough. I want it to be my pick, but. Tell me who they are. Like, which ones are they? So my other two options are Jimmy Valvano's NC State team in 2003, uh, not 2003, 1983. They beat, they beat uh, Phi Slamma Jamma. I thought the he Houston. was just a cancer at killing shut up. He, they beat Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler in the Houston true. team and won the, won the title. Of course, then, yes, after, after that, he had the cancer and everything, that's and sad. that's what we, we know him for. And then 2000 Olympics, Rulon Gardner, the – Went up against the arguably greatest Greco-Roman wrestler of all time. His name's escaping me, obviously, but um, to win gold in two thousand, I, I that was that was going to be my. I think that's going to be my pick. Do that one because Hakeem wasn't an NBA player at that point. So do the, do the other one. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but all well, right. <laughs> because like it, it's like you're not going to pick Michael Jordan in a college basketball game. You're going to pick Michael Jordan in an NBA game. So pick the at a historic college basketball game where he blew. Then, no, but my point is, though, I feel like you don't want to take just because he beat Hakeem doesn't mean anything to me in college. It means more in the NBA, so I would take the wrestling thing. No, I understand. I mean, they beat Hakeem and Clyde Drexler, though. It's they were not NBA players at that point, though. I don't see what that has to do with it. Neither was neither was Patrick Ewing at that point either. But he was also the best college basketball player in 1985. So that means nothing um, to me. Yeah, I'm going Rulon Gardner's 2000 gold. Good. Uh, my fifth pick, despite all of the trash you just said, but um, oh come on! I, I think your what you just said has no bearing on anything. So uh, it's still going to be Rulon Gardner for me. Two thousand gold is my fifth pick. You took three of my picks, so <laughs> good. Um, which ones? I, I pick. I'm pretty sure one of them was Joe Namath. One of them was Joe Namath. The other one was uh, Buster Douglas, and the. Uh, the undefeated, you know, the undefeated no more Patriots. Those bastards. But that one was low-hanging fruit. So I understand that one. But before we go, we want to tell you a brand new sponsor here for the show. It is uh, something I'm very excited about. And I would hope you are excited about it, too, because uh, we are born and bred red-blooded meat eaters, Mike and myself. And if you are like us, then you're going to love this one. The company is called Agridime, A-G-R-I-D-I-M-E, and they serve delicious grain-fed or grass-fed meat directly to your door at competitive grocery prices. You always wonder, oh my goodness, how am I going to get my meat with the, you know, everything rising, inflation is going, (laughs) these guys are competitive with today's grocery store prices as well, delivered right to your door. And if you order enough of it, they send you a freaking freezer. 
they will send you a freezer oh, for wow. you. Have a little option. Not only that, you can actually buy cattle as an investment with this company as well. Uh, you know, so if you want to grow your portfolio, it's another option to grow your portfolio. Uh, but let's get back to the the food here. We are looking at delicious meats. We are looking at competition winning rubs to rub on your meat. Yes, I know how that sounds, but you know what That's I great. mean. Uh, I don't know if, if you're like me, but I love everything from beef, chicken, pork. You know, if it's coming from uh, some delicious uh, animals, it is for me. Uh, Mark, <laughs> what do you have to say about this? <laughs> is that a better logo? I like that logo better. I like that. Yeah, the cow looked like he's getting fanned. Um, it's the mm -hmm. best meat, the best price raised by American farmers. Not only that, you're supporting American farmers who are going through a tough time right now. So make sure you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com. You click that link, and with the promo code AMDRIVE, yes, AMDRIVE, with the promo code, you will get 10% off of every single order you place. Once again, promo code AMDRIVE, 10% off of any order you place. And if you order enough, they do throw in free shipping, uh, and you just can't beat it. I know. I've already placed an order, so as soon as that does come in, we'll do a product review. But Can you please eat on the show like a burger on the show? Uh, if I have time in the morning, I'll try come to come on. I'll try to cook something up in the morning. But um, yeah, they also run a promotion where if you, I think if you order two hundred fifty dollars worth of items, they'll send you uh, three pounds of ground beef and I believe uh, five New York strips or three New York strips. This is the best spot we've ever had. It's awesome, dude. I can't wait. I actually uh <laughs> even looking at investing in cattle to diversify no, my no. I want a calf really badly. I know I won't have them in my backyard, but the, the thought will be there. Yeah, I would love it if they like send you pictures or updates. Here's little <laughs> don't send me the last picture though. No, come on, man. <laughs> I went into a slaughterhouse one time and that was that was they don't care. <laughs> they just don't they sit there and just take just stab me. Just do it. Well, I mean, and I was talking about that with somebody, not recently, but, you know, of, of like, how can you work in a slaughterhouse and just not be sad that you're killing animals? And it's like, you cannot get attached. You cannot. <laughs> you can't. And, and that's where a lot of the uh, questionable practices come along is like, you can't treat them like, like they're a pet. Otherwise, you, 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 you just couldn't do it. But like a lot of people think that like, you know, they're, they want to treat them humanely and, and, and give them a great life right before you. Phew, right in the head. Anyways, let's not get this conversation off the Come rail. Come on, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> let's it's like just... you hear somebody start crying, it's like you're fired. Why am I fired? Because you got too attached. Yeah, you named the animals. <laughs> Roast, Rupert, no. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Rupert? I don't see him today. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm thank you for your time coming along coming aboard helping out and if you want to help our channel and you want to help this show and you want to help agridime make sure you go to mike and aaron click that agridime uh tab and of course every order promo code am drive for 10 percent off of that order one more thing i want to say about this it's like an arby's ripoff we have meats now we have some meats <laughs> wait we have meats now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. All right, that's going to do it here for us on this Fantasy Draft Friday, this Meat Friday. I can't Woo! take that. 
Meat Mondays. We can do Meat Mondays. There you go. I love it. Meat Mondays presented by Agridime. Uh, once again, it's going to do it here for us. We appreciate you guys. Enjoy your sports weekend. There is so much going on. NHL, NBA playoffs. Of course, the rest of the draft this weekend as well. Visit the shop, sponsor socials, and of course, subscribe. And until Monday, we will see you guys. And as always, drive safe, meatheads. Ha, ha, ha.